what is going on chums and welcome back to the game with chums podcast i'm your host this week rory and of course i'm joined by the man without a hat paul where's your hat um where's my hat my hat i'm not wearing my hat um what's going on man i did wear a hat in the last podcast but i'm thinking (laughs) because you're referring to the our uh our previous attempt to record the podcast while I was wearing a hat but today I've actually washed my and and conditioned my hair so it's nice and fluffy and not sticking together but yeah we yeah yeah stylish stylish. so um yeah like uh, I was wearing a podcast but the audio we had audio issues well I had audio issues so we've had to re-record this podcast but yeah I'm very I'm very well it might not be quite as off the cuff as it would have been yesterday but we'll do our best so Paul what have you been up to? I ask you again. You ask. Am I in a, like a time loop? Because yes. <laughs> I swear I've been asked this already. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what I've been up to? Uh, working, uh, playing ga- um, games on Twitch. Recently, been doing uh, continuing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition playthrough. I'm on Mass Effect Three. I'm about to go to the planet. Uh, God. The, the 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 oh my god I've forgotten the names of the aliens now. There's not the second, sorry not not not, not Palavan. What's the one after that? Priority Salus. The ones with the uh, what are the uh, shit. <laughs> oh god, what are the names? Uh, Solarian planet. Yeah, I've got, uh, go, I've got to go to the meeting to 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 do that. So yeah, I've been doing that. Um, been, but I've been playing through all the DLC. Um, beforehand so the Omega DLC is bloody long I thought mm. it'll be a short like hour or, or so it's, it's I've been playing it for like nearly pushing three hours and I'm still not done I'm just like oh my god when's this gonna end yeah I don't think I ever did that one no because like my uh, one playthrough of Mass Effect 3 yeah, at launch because uh, there was no DLC at the time for it the only DLC is the one they made themselves where they cut Javik. out a, they cut out yeah. a fucking plot critical character to sell it to people which I was like I, I'm remembering that I was like that's a bit shitty what, what Bioware did there wasn't it but again that's probably like EA's like um, influence on that evil but, tendrils yeah so I've been playing that uh, watching the book of Boba uh, as I, uh, I I think it's okay it's a bit weird it's uh i don't know what it is with john favreau 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 even um trying to make a western but in star wars sort of uh, <laughs> in, uh settings um it's slow paced and there's bit scenes in it especially in the last episode which sort of rubbed me up the wrong way because uh do you ever remember attack of the clones where obi-wan goes into a 1950s style diner Yes. Yeah, that was really felt out of place, didn't it? It did. Yes. It, there's a bit in this where it feels really out of place. It feels a bit too r- real world, which I don't think it's spoilers if I mention it. It's like there's a gang of mods, actual like <laughs> British. They all got English uh, British accents as well, so they all talk like yeah, right, all that. So I was like, were they watching? That's like, very bizarre. Were they watching Quadrophenia or something like that? Well, <laughs> there was, was, and they were all color coordinated. They were driving. They were flying like speeders, but the mods. Um, uh, uh, mopeds, and they had all the all the glass, all the mirrors and stuff like that. I was like, "This is Quadrophenia, but in Wars <laughs> but on Tatooine." Yeah, and it was really weird. So that sort of, I was like, "That feels kind of out." You know, when you like, like say, takes you out of it. Takes you out of it. I was just like, "What am I back in the 1970s England or something? Are the <laughs> are the mods and rockers going to start fighting on Brighton Beach? <laughs> like, what is going on here?" But um, yeah, 
other than that, it's 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 solid. It, the story is a bit slow. It keeps doing a lot of flashbacks, but um, yeah. Any anime? I haven't been watching any anime besides playing games on stream. Not really been playing any games. Oh, Halo Infinite. But we'll talk more about that once I completed it because we're going to do like a, a podcast sort of um, spoiler. Um, yeah, we'll do a spoiler, spoiler cast for that. Yeah, but yeah. So that's me. So. What about yourself? Let me refer the question back to you. What have you been Hearing doing? it right back at me like Novak Djokovic. Oh, no, he won't be, will he? Because he got kicked out <laughs> of Australia. He got, got his ass deported. <laughs> Topical. Topical. Uh, yeah. What have I been doing? Um, I'm coming up on the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which is really good. It's like better than it has any right to be good. Like it's probably, I know we're in 2022 now, but it came out last year. By the time I finish it, hopefully tonight, probably be in my top five of 2021. It's a very good game. So nearly finished that. Um, still working my way through Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker very slowly because I'm filthy casual. Um, I finished my playthrough of Ease the Oath in Felgana, which was very good. Currently working my way through the whole Ease franchise. And um, Easy now. Easy now. Yeah. So many puns you can do with that franchise. Oh, yes. Uh, um, I'm going to start Life is Strange True Colors after I finish Guardians of the Galaxy because I do like me a bit of Life is Strange. As for watching stuff, um, I'm up to date on Demon Slayer. Season two so far is very, very good. Definitely go and check that out if you haven't watched it yet. And if you're going to catch up, I'd say skip the movie and watch the movie arc instead because it's the movie but there's some extra stuff in there so just watch the arc but yeah season two of that is brilliant so far and um attack on titans back but i haven't watched it yet i'll probably just wait until that finishes i started a new show well i started watching a show i'm not actually sure how new it is a show called the faraway paladin uh, i'm only like three episodes into that but enjoying that so far it is an isekai show which i think we are all getting a little bit sick of but enjoying it so far it's nice to enjoy an isekai for once but yeah that's that's about that's about me really just playing guardians watching a bit of anime and um you know that's about it oh, sad life i lead it's uh it's a very uh um constrictive life I, i'll give you that but uh, <laughs> let's let's face it i think everyone's been leading quite sad, sad lives uh, in the last couple of years but uh Yes, mm. at least it means we've got lots of anime watched and lots of games played. I thought working through that backlog. I thought I'll be happy like with the lockdown and stuff because I was like, oh man, I stay, I, I stay in quite a lot anyway. But after a while, you're just like, oh, man, I really want to like go out and do things with my friends and like like meet, uh, uh, do like have life experiences instead of just <laughs> sitting in watching anime and playing video games. It's the difference between choosing to stay in and being told you must stay in. I think, isn't it? Yeah, just yeah. Kind of, it hit to use to use um popular internet lingo. It hits different. Yep. Did you, anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, shall we move on to the news? Paul? No. Oh, okay. All right, Is there something else you wanted to bring up first? Let's 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 f off the news. No, no. Um, yeah, let's start with the news, mate. Um, gaming news. Let's talk about uh first. I think we should talk about the servers. Um, some of the Xbox 360 servers are going down. I think it's specifically Halo servers are going down. 
That's, yeah, I, 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 shut I, I admit I didn't look fully into it, but all the headlines have been Halo servers offline. So I, as far as I know, it's just like Halo 3, Halo Reach, Halo 4, I guess, servers going yeah. offline, um, which is, yeah, it's a little bit sad, I guess, because that's basically a large part of a lot of people's history, I guess. But um, had a good innings. Halo 3 is 15 years old this year. And uh, Reach is just past Happy 10 birthday. years old. Happy yes, birthday. Indeed. My favourite Halo game, Reach. 15 years old, Halo 3, huh? That's mad. Mm-hmm. But I still remember getting that game on launch day. With the um, Master Chief cat helmet thing that you can't put on your head because it's too small. But, yeah, had a good innings. And uh, I think it's kind of dulled a bit by the fact that you can play the online of every Halo game, basically, on current gen now and on PC as well with DMCC. It's it's not the entire online suite of those games, but there's, I think there's enough there that you can get the experience for the most yeah. part. So. Yeah, I mean, the um, Halo Infinite, uh, I'll just bring that up quickly. The multiplayer, like um, a lot of the console players wanted to not be f- forced cross-platform because of... Uh, hackers <laughs> on the pc versions oh my god they're really bad really bad i i, I kind of like that yeah there should be an option to just play non-crossplay it's like apex you there's an option you can turn mm. it on and off simple so i think they should have that I and mean, they'll probably implement that soon yeah they're gonna have to because as far as i'm aware there's no anti-cheat mm-hmm. enabled on the game yet so people can just like load up wall hacks and and uh, aimbots and everything, and I've seen like there's clips all over Twitter of like people watching theatre clips. Like they they'll play someone and think that ah, guy was definitely cheating. Go into the theatre and watch it from their perspective, and you can tell like they know where everyone is in the map, even like through walls and stuff. So it's obvious they're cheating. I've had quite a few suspect deaths myself. So, but yeah, they need to they need to sort that out. Either bring in a crossplay toggle or bring in some strict anti cheat. One or the other, maybe both. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, the Halo servers going offline. I think it's dulled a bit by the fact that MCC's out there. But yeah, bit of a sad one, I guess. Yeah, very I'm sad. Tears are tears that. are tears are coming down my 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 eyes, can, out of my eyes. Say. Yeah, sorry. Um, flowing forth. Flowing forth. Flowing forth. Uh, anything else, Mister Ross? Uh, another quick one. God mm-hmm. of War came out on PC. Yeah, in the last few days it looks good. Seems to be a really good port. Yeah, looks people are stable. very happy with it. Because so, um, yeah. a lot of the um, just to close, um, piggyback on that point, a lot of the uh, PlayStation ports of the exclusives to PC have not been very good. Been some problems. I know uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was a bit shaky when it came out. It wasn't really good. So um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess apparently. Yeah, but yeah, that's been p- patched up quite a lot. Um, mm. I think it actually got a patch fairly recently as well to add DLSS, which is nice. Cool. But uh, yeah, it seems like God of War has kind of come out of the gates and they've done it right for yeah, the man. first time. So that's yeah, good news. Congratulations. Yes. Well done, Santa Monica. Well done indeed. Um, another piece of news, man, which concerns like, uh, it concerns like, because um, I do a, a lot, of, uh, not a lot of stream, I try and stream when I can, but um is uh, a Pokemon a well-known uh, online uh, presence. She recently got, a, I think, like a week banned or something. She got banned for a week 
for streaming a whole the whole series of Avatar: The Last The Last Airbender. Um, not a good idea. Um, she had um, a lot of people. It was again split. You know, her fans will will defend her for some reason, even though that's <laughs> very illegal. Clearly, a bad idea. Very bad idea, and it could have repercussions further along down the line for uh, for for Twitch and other streaming platforms because, um, yeah, like uh, on YouTube, it's like a minefield at the moment with copyright strikes, claims, blocking, people being blocked, people being striked, either uh, fairly or unfairly. So I think this is, this is if, if people copy her, because I do know there has been people that have streamed live events like um, sport, sporting events and music events, um and i'm pretty sure like other people have streamed films and stuff like that as a watch along or you know as a reaction sort of uh video but it's very different from reacting from a trailer to a, actually showing a whole tv series on on stream so yeah oh, yeah that's the thing it's not like she was just like watching it off ca- like with the, her screen off camera so that her fans could watch along with her, she was she was showing that she was literally rebroadcasting it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's no surprise that she got a ban for it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you mentioned like live stuff, like live events and music and stuff like that. That 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 does feel like a bit of a bit of a grey area. Mm-hmm. We've we've done not streaming, but like we've been Record. to um, distant world, distant worlds a few times, and we've recorded. Mm. fairly large chunks of those concerts mm-hmm. and put them up on our YouTube, like broken them down into songs and put them up on our YouTube. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got quite a lot of views. Yeah, they us, do. But... They do really well. And none of them have been actually been claimed. Surprisingly. Or striked yeah. or blocked anything. Surprising. Like we've had videos like um, copyright claimed and loads. Oh, we've had loads. Uh, and, 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 partially blocked in, in in some territories but with those we haven't and uh, thinking back on it probably i wouldn't do that again because it, it kind of like it's not really what we do it's not we don't i don't know why we have music up there what should have been done is we we could have put them on our personal channels or something or make a, a, a vlog of the event and just put little snippets here and there that mm. I reckon that will probably got claimed, <laughs> but um, yeah, like a day out sort of like we, you know, a vlog, you know, of our of the of the day. But um, I think we were just like looking for content at that time, so we just put it up. Uh, I mean, there's still some of our best performing videos, sadly. Yeah, um, we won't take them down, but I, I, we if we do go to another like event where Distance World or any other sort of uh, music event. Uh, I don't think we will record individual songs. It would just be a vlog. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it is the whole sort of copyright thing is kind of a mess. Like, mm-hmm. like so we've had quite a few of our videos claimed, and obviously we're not monetized, so it doesn't really matter too much. Um, mm-hmm. We've never had a strike, and we don't want one. No, but, no. But videos do get claimed fairly mm-hmm. often. Yeah, and, we, um, we've been we've been fairly we've been <clears throat> pretty good. With, like we have not had a. Uh, a um a, a strike per se like it's free strikes and your whole channel gets down gets taken down we've never had anything like that so we've been good but we've had Touch copyright cla- yeah we've had copyright claims for, on uh for for certain um let's plays or videos 
especially Life is Strange, where they had like the uh, some music on there. And even though the music lasts about 10 seconds, that still the whole video gets clean. Yeah, and that's a funny one as well, because I remember when the game came out, I think someone from Don't Nod was like talking to fans on Twitter and saying, oh, don't don't worry about like your videos getting claimed. We'll, we'll sort all that. Mm. If you want to do Let's Plays, you want to stream the game or whatever, just go ahead. Don't be scared. And then we did it like a year later, I think. And uh, yeah, our stuff got claimed. Yeah, they certainly did. Yeah. Yep. So it's just yep. kind of a mess. Mm. But, um, mm. There you go. Yeah. But I think the main takeaway is don't rebroadcast copyrighted material on your Twitch. It's very like in, it's like, a bad idea. I think some of our fans were saying that you know, you know, video games. Well, well, can't you know? What's the difference? I was like, well, for one thing, Twitch was was started to promote like for a video game platform, and a lot of video game companies encourage people to make videos stream it it's good publicity it's good uh it's good for the community they they see that you know especially the western ones some Jap- japanese uh, um companies especially the niche not, ones are very uh not fond of it at all not fond of it at all this talks the thing was with japan some of it is still stuck in in, in an old way of thinking um the the more sort of western um, style uh um de- developers are more relax with it but uh yeah the ones that the sort of niche that sort of more uh, um smaller ones are very very like anti like anyone showing anything from their game especially nintendo which is weird enough but they they really like don't like people putting anything about their games up on on youtube it's funny because they put a feature in mario kart 8 mm-hmm. that allowed you to um upload your replays directly to youtube this was a feature they put in the game themselves and then if you do that they claim you the video wasn't there like some sort of i put a load up um i put a load of well not a load maybe like three or four replay videos using using their system that they put in the game to upload them to youtube and then they claimed my videos (laughs) so it just kind of feels like a trap wasn't there some sort of partnership scheme that they tried to to implement and you know everyone hated it everyone hated it so they got rid of it um but yeah replaced it with nothing yeah but yeah don't don't stream um for films tv series or anything like that just don't do it man like you're going to cause more problems not worth the risk yeah youtube is already a minefield and it's going to come towards twitch and it's just going to make people's lives a lot more difficult especially if people do do this as a full-time job but yeah pokemon stop it (laughs) so our final news story for the week and also probably the biggest one the juiciest one the most very juicy one Troy Baker becoming Twitter's main character for a few days. Good old Troy. What did he do, Paul? Um, he um, he murdered some. I don't know. I'm joking. There. <laughs> um, well, NFTs are becoming a big thing now, aren't they? For some Sadly. reason, I don't know. Like people with half a brain know that it's 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 nothing. It's nothing really. <laughs> but um, I don't really I don't really spend want to spend time explaining it because like we didn't really know what it was what it is we sort of watched a couple of video we watched the video on it uh, i'll put a little link um description for the go and check out this video what's the the guy's name who showed it the josh video? strife hayes i think yeah he he breaks it down in simple terms but basically it's like us for completed it's like us but basically troy has partnered with a nft 
uh, company. Uh, I think it's primarily they do like, it's like a voice acting NFT. So who the hell knows? I don't know. Like I was like, what? So NFTs are also, you can also like do voices now and not just JPEGs. What the <laughs> hell's going on? Like, but um, yeah, he, he for that's for that moment in time, he was um, yeah, he was the main antagonist on Twitter. A lot <laughs> the of people, final boss of Twitter. A lot of YouTubers and online personalities uh, rallied against Troy's decision, and a lot of people were disappointed with him. I mean, I've been like going through Twitter, um, Reddit, and um, yeah, they're not happy with with old Troy, we're, and with, for good reason because. Um, as we know now, um, we thought NFTs had more sort of value, but they don't. I think I gave it more credit on our on our aborted pod, uh, our last podcast, uh, previous attempt to record the podcast. I said that oh, they so do they own they they own this particular uh, artwork, and then they can claim it if you use it. But no, you. I was giving it more credit. They don't. It's nothing. They don't own it. They don't own anything. You own literally nothing. You, you own, own a receipt. Nothing. You own a receipt. <laughs> so you paid all this money to own just a, a receipt that's saying that you're on this database, saying that you're you're part of this. Uh, um, you're just a number, but you don't actually own that particular artwork. So yeah, Troy's partnered up. He's probably. Uh, I gotta. Okay, let's just. Troy has actually come out on Twitter defending, or no, trying to explain his decision. But he's also did a podcast with his friend Alana Pierce, which is play, watch, listen, or something. I think it's called, which I've listened so. to. Um, but on the latest one, he's, I think he's been sort, of, he's been told about NFTs because apparently he didn't know much about them, which is weird. If why would you partner with a company you don't know anything about? Surely you would do some research. And he he's a smart guy, man. He's a, he's an intelligent person. So I think he knew what NFT is. I just think he's taken aback about the backlash about oh, what he's received. So it's I think damage control, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's rowing he's sort of rowing back on it because you don't make you don't partner with someone and announce it on Twitter. Uh, and like not know what it is not know what it is, especially in nft but he's apparently he's done some more research he's been told about it um it doesn't i don't think he's not still partnering with them but he's trying to like sort of uh, learn more about it but basically he's not saying that he's not partnering with them anymore but now he's realizing what they <laughs> actually he's gonna are. say he's gonna do his research yeah, yeah so on top of the the already kind of shadiness there is inherent in nfts where literally you're paying for nothing mm. the company voice first also looks like they've basically gone around stealing stuff from other people to make mm-hmm. as nfts as well which mm-hmm. seems to be a very uh regular occurrence with nfts a few stories actually came out today of youtubers yep. having I've their, their uh, youtube links minted yep. as nfts yep. and sold by people minted. that don't have any kind of relation to the YouTuber? There's a there was an article on Eurogamer. I think it's today. They had old yeah. James, um, James, James, James Stephanie Sterling. Oh yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, she she was on there, and um, they've taken her image. The, yeah, they sorry they were on Pierce there. as well. Yeah, they were on there, and um, see, is he gender fluid? Uh, is um, they're gender fluid now, right? What Sterling? Yeah, non-binary. Yeah. non-binary okay uh yeah so they were on there then they had their picture taken 
without the permission and it was sold minted it's, it's literally crazy. like their, yeah. their youtube or twitter avatar and someone's yeah. made an nft yeah alana pierce has had that done to her choice one of choice friends <laughs> so in a, in a more sinister way as well yeah it looked like she was on the yeah. cover of a porno mag or something yeah um i won't like say what the 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 image said or anything i'm not going to give them any uh, sort of uh, coverage uh, promotion but yeah not good man and so for troy to say well i didn't know about nfts didn't really do his research it's i don't believe that he's you know he, you don't go he's a voice actor he's in business he's got to he, he, he's got to do a bit of research and stuff like that so i think he knew but I, I'm gonna I could give him the benefit of the doubt but then that makes you come across as a bit naive and a bit silly you know like he's in he, I, I'm pretty sure he's in his 40s so he's a he's a he's not like a kid or anything he knows <laughs> uh, he's, he's probably has an agent on the block he has an agent as well I'm pretty sure so someone who, who can do who, who can do these sort of things he's high, probably got someone who can he's who works for him who can do these sort of things like research and check check out the company and what an NFT is but yeah, it's not good. I'm not a fan of NFTs. I don't, if anyone comes at me with an NFT, I'll just, you know, tell them where to go. Um, yeah, you, you you pay money for this online digital thing, for in, but you don't own anything. <laughs> uh, you own a receipt, but you don't even really own a receipt because it's digital. Really own, yeah, don't own, even own the receipt. You just own nothing. Let's just say Troy is treading on some mighty thin ice here to mm. steal a line from a character that he played mm -hmm. oh yeah Joe yeah. said that <laughs> also i've seen people posting abby was right which yeah is, uh... <laughs> yeah yeah the, um, a lot of people kind are of really funny and slightly brutal really putting the boot in on him <laughs> it's one slip up on the internet man and like people who don't like you for some reason will just gang pile you i've still think he's a phenomenal voice actor he is uh, a very good actor but he but, does seem like he's a bit up his own bum at times well can you blame him he's tall he's handsome he's talented <laughs> he's a musician you know what i mean he's an actor he's white he, he, yeah come on but he's got um <laughs> he's got he's got um he, he probably does have an ego and you know <laughs> a lot of people well, do I mean, man in that line of work, you probably have to yeah. have some kind of ego to mm. to kind of get anywhere. But he's a very stylish man, so he probably like does you know he takes care of himself. He's not scruffy like like me or you or anything like that. Excuse me. Yeah, you heard me. But um, yeah, Troy, stop it. Sort your life out, mate. I know it's you can make a lot of money out of that, especially like NFTs for voice acting. Now it's fucking weird man <laughs> i mean like for a voice actor you should know this is a really bad idea for troy come on man <laughs> troy i know you don't listen to this but please please <laughs> don't do it man don't do it please uh but uh, yeah you've got anything else left to, to say like uh we i, I don't want to about do it nfts yeah. seem like a complete scam as far yeah. as yeah. like you mentioned that video we we watched um josh strife hayes i think the yeah yeah. and um i've kind of had a cursory idea of what nfts are but i was like in my head i was thinking so you're, you're buying nothing and i was like no that can't be there must be more to it i need to yeah. and i watched that video i was like oh no i was you, you I was were completely right. Right. It was literally nothing i i actually like i said before i think i gave it too much credit 
I actually thought like this could be like a copyright, like if they own a certain piece of like artwork, they could start claiming like people, especially if they use them thumbnails and shit. But no, that it's was nothing. Kind it's of nothing. tripping me up yesterday when we first did this discussion because like if he's gonna NFT his voice, mm. you can't then own someone else's voice because he's still gonna talk in that damn voice. Yeah, everywhere he goes. So that's what I that I was kind of getting hung up on that yesterday. But yeah, you don't own a damn thing. Yeah, and then. Um, he- his tweet was a bit pro- provocative as well with the um, line, uh, he can either hate or create. Um, yeah, something like that. He's actually mentioned that on Twitter, saying that was a bit antagonistic and he's apologised for that. So, yeah, fair, it's fair, play. fair play. I think he, you know, he has like, I think he's a bit slightly apologetic, but I, I don't know if he, he could, it could be of this time of this um, podcast going up online. It could, like, backed out this partnership or you couldn't you know but I've, i kind of i don't want to kick him a person when they're down but I, I did lose a bit of respect for him when he's done that because selling someone nothing is <laughs> it's proper snake oil salesman man like not even the snake oil salesman he's just he's literally selling they're selling you nothing if we have the nfts have reached out to a lot of youtubers and online influencers and there probably are online influencers who are who are signed up for it but you know, we we could we all know that they'll sell their own, they'll sell their mother, they'll sell their souls just to make some money. But with Troy, it was more like we thought he had a bit more integrity, and it turns out he doesn't. And for him to, I keep saying it, for him to say he didn't know is a bit. Well, I mean, I think the fact they announced it with like you can either hate or you can create or whatever it was, he knew, yeah, kind of kind of mm. illustrates that he knew there was a, at least knew there was a lot of negativity around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. before announcing it but yeah but anyway i think we've kind of exhausted that as far as our sort of understanding of anything i think we, could, we should just go on and just shit on him a bit more man like make the whole <laughs> podcast about that no i'm joking we, uh, we do have a we do have a main topic which we should probably get to yep it's a juicy was, one um over the weekend mr jez corden of windows central fame he is the also on the podcast with randall thor the Xbox Two podcast. Um, one of the main sort of reporters out there talking Xbox and sort of rumors and stuff around the platform took to Twitter, approached his followers, and asked them what their sort of outstanding issues were with the Xbox platform. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Xbox is on its way up now. I think we can all agree. Like, first party is huge now games are coming we've got game pass we're getting new games every week pretty much um but there are still things that can be improved so he took to his twitter following to figure out what the main things are that people want to see improved and i for one was surprised by what number one is he's he's arranged it in a nice little pie chart maybe paul can put that up no yeah when he's doing his editing stuff yeah okay. I'll put that. just go go to windows central and look for I'll, I'll put that up <laughs> But yeah, number one was game DVR problems, which is kind of surprising to me. Does that surprise you, Paul? Yeah, um, like I, I, I'm not really into these sort of technical things about the Xbox. Uh, it's not one of my priorities. I'm not. I don't really have much to say about that because um, it's not. I don't really care about that too much. It's never. I, you know, every console I've 
the previous generation content i didn't care about it and this one i really don't care about it but i mean like what 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 do you have to say about it because i know you you like the you're sort of got more of an analytical mind when it comes to these sort of things than i do or you care more i should say i i do use game dvr pretty much every day just Mm. to capture like short clips of um like if i get a call kill in halo or something i'll just grab a 15 second clip or if there's like i've taken screenshots of guardians of the galaxy because it's a very pretty game um beyond that i don't really care like it has some issues like every now and then i'll get a a clip with no audio which kind of sucks um but it's not really the end of the world for me but um i'm surprised that it's like the number one issue to be honest because i think there's there's bigger not necessarily like bigger problems but things that i think are more important and i'm kind of surprised that that is the seemingly the most important one for the majority out there i mean it's 17 percent, so it's not a a huge majority of people saying this is the biggest thing but it is the largest slice of the pie but um i think a lot of people have problems with what you can do with like uploading stuff because like on ps4 you or i assume it's probably a same on ps5 you can just stick a usb stick in and move them over to that and then you've got them on your pc or whatever but um there are loads of third-party sites like gamer dvr that you can go to and just grab your clips from there which is what i always do if i want to mess around with them but um there used to be upload studio on the xbox one which apparently doesn't exist anymore which you could use to like edit clips together so i think a lot of people want something like that back but better but i I, like i say i use it for grabbing 15 second clips of like a cool kill in halo um if i want to record anything longer i just dig out my elgato so Mm. for me it's not really it's not a priority Mm. like Mm. if they fix it up and make it better cool they never mm. do anything more to it. Fine by me as well. Don't really care. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, there's also like a, on that article, people, there's talk about the um, able to stream from your console because obviously last generation, they had Mixer, which was integrated into the Xbox, which was really good. And the quality of the stream was substantially better than the PS4, I thought. It's much better um so streaming directly to mixer from the guide was really really good really good and uh, obviously that is no longer possible because mixer is no more you know it didn't grow as much sad as, face it didn't grow as much as as uh, microsoft would have liked it, like especially during the pandemic um twitter grew even when they were bringing in like big stars like ninja and and, and stuff and shroud and stuff like that still didn't grow that much so they kind of I said I I thought they should have instead of paying Ninja and all these other people so much money they maybe they should have tried try to promote Mixer a bit more and save their money instead of like spending it on big names, um, but yeah, people I think people that there there is a Twitter app back is is on there Twi- Twitter Twitch. Tw- Twitch app which I've used once and yeah it's it's okay but that's before I got everything set up for my streaming because. God knows, I, I, I always, I'd never used OBS before, but now I've gotten to grips with it. I that's what I'd use to stream. Look, um, I remember our first handful of streams were di- were doing it either direct from the Xbox on Twitch or direct on the PS4 from Twitch. Mm. The, the quality was always awful. It was like three forty p or like three sixty p video or something. It was just like mm. huge macro blocking all over the place. It was awful. yeah, yeah. It's just like 
I, I still think uh, Mixel was the quality was good though. So Mixel was great. Yeah, um, there was Genuinely a nice, really, really good. There was a nice community on there. It was like a quite fr- like more, lot more chilled than Twitch. Twitch. Uh, I think it could have grown because there was a lot of good um, per- personalities on there, and I don't know, maybe they 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 closed it too soon. But yeah, like um, I think Xbox should put on, you know, you got YouTube gaming. Maybe they should do something with that and um, Facebook gaming as well. Because I think they're partnering with Facebook gaming as well. It's not, it's not like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't own most of the world now. It's also <laughs> one of get into like the streaming service as well. Part of his metaverse, well, you know. But um, another term I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear NFT or metaverse for the rest of the year, damn it. Okay, that's a no go for Mr. Ross. No more, uh, no more. NFTs, no more, no more meta or anything. Meta NFTs. Yeah, but the worst of both. Yeah, it's a shame because that's one thing that the Xbox had over the PS4 was its streaming, because it was all integrated into the Xbox and it worked really well, and the quality was really. I think it was 1080p. It streamed that, so it was really good, solid as well. I suppose that ties into number two on the pie chart, which is Xbox OS problems. Um, people want to see the OS improved more, which um, I have some issues with the OS currently. Why are your like issues? When, when the Series X first came out, it, it was finally fast. Like The OS was really quick and snappy. and um, I've never had an issue with how you navigate it. I actually quite like the way everything's laid out. It's just the fact that it was really laggy last gen, and now it's, well, it was really snappy. Seems to be going backwards a bit recently. For some reason, since Forza Horizon Five came out, I've had a lot of problems with the guide. Mm. So I press, I press like the Xbox button on my controller, and sometimes nothing will happen, or sometimes the screen will dim, but the guide won't pop out, or the guide will pop out after a few seconds, and then um, I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy recently, as I say, and sometimes. I'll um, open the guide to check something, close the guide, and then I've got no sound for a few seconds. And it's just, just seems really buggy at the moment. So I'd like to see whatever those issues are ironed out. I think that Microsoft have actually um, said there are some issues with the guide at the moment. So hopefully that gets fixed. But um, what about you? Any issues with the guide, or the OS? Um, there's one thing I really want them to bring in. Um, I don't think it's mentioned in the... Uh in the article but this is it's a small thing i think i've mentioned it to you a couple of times i just would like some sort of ambient music coming from the xbox because it's from the guide like when you got it on like the ps4 and ps5 and even the nintendo switch have like a little like harp sort of music playing maybe for even like they when you um upload like a a sort of theme i remember like on the when final fantasy remake came i had the uh, the atifa background and it would play her theme, so I kind of want wanna... sound effects yeah. and everything while you're moving around. I kind of wish they'd do that. Like, just imagine like with Halo Infinite having that like some of the orchestral um, score coming slowly from the the, the uh, from from your from your Xbox when you're, especially when you're navigating on the uh, guide, to having some the sound effects and all that. It sounds so good, especially with the dynamic background. I think both me and you have it of the Halo Infinite um, cover uh, box art. It's just like everything's moving around. Just imagine having the music still coming from that as well. I just think like 
as much as I, I, I kind of like it, it's nice and clean and smooth. I kind of wish there was some sort of like, yeah, just some sort of music in the background, especially when you left it idle and just playing on its own. Um, my PlayStation has it. Uh, Switch has it. They got that, you know, they, or they always have those kiddie music. And it's not like Xbox haven't had it before. They've they've done it on the OG Xbox. You remember this old static? Or had it on, that that used to be on yeah. there? Yeah, the ambient sort of yeah. sounds and yeah. sounded like a robot talking yeah. to you or something. I mean, you don't necessarily have. You could bring that back if they want, but I kind of like if they just some incorpor- kind of signs of life. Yeah, like they'll incorporate some sort of like, uh, especially for their first party games, which is, a lot of them are coming out now just uh, the, the, some of the themes and stuff some music coming from it uh i don't know if the 360 had uh any music i can't remember now don't remember it mm. remember doing it, so they changed that the um os for that like three times hmm. over the course of its life maybe even more and i don't think any of them had music i just i can't i, I did like it when you went into the avatar like creating your avatar that had music on it didn't it like a theme that like slowly is it yeah Remember Possibly, when you put, yeah. yeah I, I do think they did have it, or I could be thinking of because um, Nintendo sort of nicked that idea, didn't they? And I think I'm kind of thinking, am I thinking of nin- Nintendo? <laughs> Maybe the the Wii, not the Wii, the uh, um, 3DS or something like that. The 3DS definitely has, yeah, um, new music, you can um, call it music, and it's I like kind looping of, sounds or anything. I kind of want them to bring back the uh, the character, like. You had your character on on screen all the time, and now I'm like, oh yeah, my character's just my avatar now, and um, I can't. I kind of like it to have him on there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they they yeah. they ignored avatars for years. Mm. I think probably in the wake of like Kinect and everyone kind mm. of going, we don't want this crap anymore. Yeah. And then I don't know, two, three, maybe more years into the Xbox One generation, at some point last gen, they were like, avatars are coming back in a big way. And they like remodeled them and everything and made them look really cool. And like you could do things like have prosthetics and stuff like that. And then they never did anything with them. Mm-hmm. So you could go in and make a pretty cool looking avatar, but nothing ever used them. Mm-hmm. Like you say, the only thing you could do is like make a profile picture with them. Because I, I remember when on the 360, like especially when like Mass Effect or a game came out, they had the little add ons you could put on Props, it and the costumes yeah. and stuff. You had it there. I remember I had the bl- the Omni blade on there and everything, and had the shit flying around my head. Yeah. And that was cool, man. And I was like, yeah, well, we can use that. And when you're strolling through the um the the uh the menus and stuff, he would be there, or you know, they would just be there like watching and like looking around and stuff. <laughs> I don't. I kind of give like it a bit of personality. Yeah, give it a bit of personality. Um, I kind of wish they they bring that that back because it is, is is clean and how how it looks now on the Xbox. It just sort of seems a bit soulless. And I think having that like like having your avatar back brings sort of a bit of character in there. Maybe you can just they could probably do it now, like have it just walk past the screen or something like that, or you know something like when you're like strolling through the uh, your apps, just having like like looking and stuff like that just something i don't know man i don't think they'll do that but yeah for me those are the main ones to have like incorporate your avatar again give it a bit of personality have like ambient sounds game music and stuff like that would be good yeah i don't i think the like ambient music idea probably isn't too far-fetched given they brought in dynamic backgrounds this gen so now we at least we have some movement in like our desktop background mm. for us as it essentially is mm. like you mentioned the halo one you can see like the beam emitter towers firing in the background behind chief and stuff like that mm. so 
Yeah, I, I could imagine like ambient music coming on at some point as like an addition to that. But mm. I wouldn't mind if the if the avatars were more present. To be honest, mm. um, I don't think they'll do it, but I wouldn't mind if they did. I, I just kind of forgot about them. You know what I mean? Like they I think were everyone a, did, even it was, Microsoft. It, it was such an integral part of 360, and that kind of what made it stand out a bit more that they had that. And then the Xbox One era, they just completely were forgotten about, and they brought them back briefly, but didn't use them. But I kind of feel like, yeah, they should bring them back, have us customize them again, have bits of the game. I used to love going through, and like I was like, oh, what am I going to put my character in today? This month I'm going to put him in some like cowboy boots or something, like that. something stupid, or like a little like, Gears of War beanie or with his chainsaw gun. Well, it's literally yeah. a character creator, isn't it? Everyone loves mm. a character creator. That's when mm. when they announced it was coming back, I was quite excited because I was like, I'll just get mess around with the character creator and make kind of a version of me. Um, but yeah, they just never did anything with them, which is a bit sad, really. Mm. But third slice of the pie, Paul. We're not going to go through every single item on here. We'll, we'll touch on. The big ones as we as we see them and then we'll maybe just mention a few of the smaller ones but number three i should say um just in case people don't have the visual up game dvr problems with number one at 17 percent xbox os problems number two at 16 percent and number three at 14 percent was japanese game support thoughts um yeah japanese game support um it's a it's a big um lack of japanese game support um, and it also seems to be uh, a lack of previous from previous uh, developers for Xbox, um, you know, especially certain titles which uh, seem to only be coming seem to be only coming out on PlayStation. Of course, talking about Final Fantasy, which Sony have come out and said that they want the PlayStation to be the home of Final Fantasy. Not by buying EIP or buy or buying Square Enix or anything like that, but just sort of keeping it away from Xbox for some reason. Um, yeah, so that doesn't help because it's already like there's not a lot of support in coming from Japan, or it just doesn't seem to be a lot of interest from Xbox to sort of crack Japan, even though they've stated that they. I think I don't know if it was Phil Spencer or something like that, or some other big wig has said that they 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 aim to crack Japan. Like that's the, one of their emerging markets because it is selling fairly well out there. Obviously, nowhere near as much as PlayStation, and definitely not as much as Nintendo Switch, which is like just trouncing everyone over there. Dominant, yeah. Um, but it's always been a lack of. I would say not always because the OG Xbox had some exclusive games on there that didn't come out in the West. Obviously, they came out in Japan where, uh, and also on the 360, there was a games that was exclusive to J Japan. Like Steinscape, for instance, was a 360 exclusive. Which is uh, kind of mad to think about. Really mad. But um, there's also other games out there, which I, I probably got a couple here. Like when we went to Japan, we, we bought some games that mm. were on the OG Xbox and the 360. Um but yeah, so there has been, um, and I know the OG Xbox had a lot of games from Japan, you know, that came out in the West. So it's not like they haven't done it before, obviously, because they made a deal with Sega. So there was a lot of, you know, games from, from Japan coming from, because of, you know, Sega. But that, um, 
yeah, the, the Xbox One, a lot of the there was I don't think there was many JRPGs that came out on the Xbox. That you know, not the big ones, you know, not talking about the Final Fantasies and all that, but the a very um, small handful. Yeah, really. like all the niche sort of like JRPGs would have come out on the PlayStation and 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 Nintendo Switch. But um and increasingly PC, which surely makes the idea of an Xbox port fairly easy because you know it's all direct X. Mm. But apparently they didn't want to branch out that far. But I'm I'm glad that this is number three because to me it's it's my number one thing I'd like to see improved. Yeah, I would as well. But yeah. um I look on forums and stuff and you see people saying, Oh well, these games aren't coming because nobody wants them. That's that's why. And if you if you want Japanese games, you should you should buy a different platform and stuff like this. So I'm I'm glad to see that it's like number three on the list because mm-hmm. a lot of people that are into Xbox seem to want to downplay it. Yeah, it, it's um, it's kind of like a bit annoying when people talk up on behalf of a whole country when they're saying, "Well, it's Japanese PlayStation's Japanese." You know, Japanese just want to play on. You know, they want it's just for, just for Japanese gamers. You know, like you know, the West shouldn't really be doing like uh, trying to um, sell their games to Japanese play people because they only like Japanese games. I'm like, no, you can't really talk for a whole country. <laughs> you know, there probably is people in Japan that like Western stuff. You know, they like their films, they like their movies, they like the, the movies, food, they like the celebrities, they like their music. So. Why not the video games? It doesn't really make any sense. And I know there are some actual, like, proper, like, dedicated um, um, fans of Xbox out there who want to buy it because, you know, maybe they want to try something different, something from not produced in their countries. Because obviously, like, look at, like, iPhones. iPhones were not a thing. When I went to Japan in 2010 and, and 2011, it was all their, you know, their own domestic flip-up phones. There were no, like, smartphones out there. But fast forward to 2019 when we weren't there apple is like the, the it's replaced the the old their, their phones now everyone's got an apple phone apple stores everywhere so you can't really say that the, oh, they, the japanese people only like japanese games they like the japanese no it's not if you market it properly if you put invest enough in there it will thrive and which you know it's proven like People love like the their Marvel, their DC characters and stuff like that. They they like Western products, but well, like for Apex, some reason, even going talking about games, Apex is huge in Japan. Isn't Apex it? is huge out there, man. And you know, so um, yeah, if you market it right, if you sort of look, if you at, build it, they will come. Yeah, I mean, like, I think like the Xbox have done some stuff where they've made like like sort of like anime style like mascots mascots and stuff would that would help to appeal to xbox chan yeah or the uh, sort of otakus and like sort of like that sort of culture and stuff like that the gaming culture that 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 does help and stuff like that so yeah it's just that i think like xbox don't have any studios out there they have one or something like that just the one tango game works yeah they got from the bethesda acquisition it should it probably would help if they either i don't know if they should purchase any studios they should probably build their own studios they got the resources there's a lot of talent out there in japan there's probably a lot of hungry people like they some these people go to universities and stuff to learn about it to 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 study about it so they're, they're out there um 
so they could like hire some like really talented, especially like uh, you would hire like someone who's you know, obviously it's got experience. Then you hire all these young, innovative people with new ideas and just create for, you know, for the Japanese people. You know, you've got to like cater to their sensibilities. But um, I, I do think like, uh, like say like games out in Japan, do quite well like apex and stuff like that so it's not like they're averse to like uh, to to western games but um yeah there's there's, there's plenty of that they could do i mean they clearly got the, like they they, they want to do it i mean they've talked about it they've got the money for it so they can do it and and like, they're willing to spend money yeah. at the moment as well i mean like maybe having like the, the western company will, will be will be more appealing for japanese because it's no secret about like, especially like old sort of style Japanese companies work their employees pretty hard. You know, you can't, you do long hours, you can't leave until the boss leaves. But uh, like in Western companies in Japan, it's more of a, they have that Western attitude when you, you do your work, you finish, you go home, you see your family and stuff like that. You don't have to stay until like 10 o'clock and, and like go out drinking or stuff like that and then do the whole thing again. I know there's crunch hours in the West. That's been widely reported. Um, but in Japan, it seems like it happens. Yeah, it's just a normal day for them. So maybe if they do open some the Japanese studios, they will have that Western sort of like uh, rules and stuff like that. So it could be more appealing for Office them. Office well. culture. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could be more appealing for them as well. And who doesn't, man? Like over here, we we work for various different like multinational companies and stuff like that. And if you like for a Japanese person, that could be a good way for them to like, oh, you look good on their CV working for a Microsoft Xbox and stuff like that. And maybe there's ways to improve their English and stuff. Who knows? And they can go over to America, the West, I, you know what I mean? I'm, I could be talking a load of crap, but you know, it, it's a thing like getting back to it. We should, we Xbox, does need to invest more and stop like having like games taken away from them that were multi-platforms and stuff like that uh but i i kind of like um you know atlas with persona i don't think that's ever going to come out on anything but playstation it's not even out on switch i agree Mm. if it's not if they haven't bothered to put it on the platform which is dominating in their home country the switch it's never going to come to xbox Mm. um like playstation is obviously doing a lot better than xbox in japan but it's not doing particularly well Mm. the switch is just completely dominant and if they're not putting the game on that then clearly there's something more at play than it's it's not an issue of uh we want to branch out but we don't see xbox as as a potential because if they if they had that mindset they'd it'd be on switch already if they wanted to branch Mm. out I think there's something more at play with Atlas and Persona. I think they're just a bit old-fashioned, and they're like, like, Persona belongs on PlayStation, Shin Megami Tensei belongs on Switch, and that's how it's always been, and how it always... Well, not always been, but it's how it's been for a while now, and that's how it's going to stay. It just feels like a weird, like, sort of anachronistic thing going on. Yeah. But yeah, like... Sorry, go on. It's not like Atlas hasn't released games on Xbox. They have done it, like... So it's just that particular title that they just don't seem to want to ever like Persona that they won't want to put it on. Yeah, like pretty much the only Atlas game that has been on Xbox is um, Catherine. Uh, Catherine. Mm. 
So there have been like there was a two Persona fighting games, but they were made by obviously it's an Atlas property, but they were made by Arc System Works. And Arc System Works have abandoned Xbox last gen as well. You never get any more Arc System Works games unless it's someone else's property, like Dragon Ball Fighters, um, like Blaze Blue stopped coming to Xbox. Guilty Gear didn't come over. So people are these some of these teams are abandoning xbox and you've got stuff like square enix moving to being money hatted away by sony Mm. and um they're just kind of they're in a weird position at the moment where in some respects it's worse than it's been in the past like with as i say final fantasy moving away um who knows what sony's gonna do because at the moment stuff like ff16 is timed but that and Final Fantasy VII Remake. They're timed at the moment, but they keep extending it with FF7R. So who's to say they won't just keep extending it with 16 and it just never comes to Xbox? Mm. Um, and that sucks. But in other ways, it's better than it's ever been. Like we have the entire Yakuza series on Xbox now. You couldn't have said that sort of three years ago. We've had Dragon Quest finally made its way over. We had Kingdom Hearts come mm. over. Uh, the whole series of that, well, not the whole series, but all the main main series stuff is there now. Octopath Traveler came out of nowhere. And Game Pass uh, as well. Game Pass. Sega put out Valkyria Chronicles 4 when they hadn't put any of the ones on Xbox before. So some publishers, Sega in particular, are, are properly embracing Xbox and some others are going the other way. So it's kind of we're in a bit of a weird period at the moment. But yeah. I think, like you say, the idea is probably build some studios up because I, I think they're going to struggle to acquire anyone because if you're Xbox and you're going to acquire a Japanese studio, they have to basically expect they're going to lose the entire domestic market. Mm. So they, they'd have to be okay with that, and I think a lot of them won't be okay with that. So I, I think the idea that what they're going to have to do is try and build some studios up out there, like you said, um, which takes time. It's going to be like start building a studio it might be five years before they put a game out mm. but they have partners over there that could that they could do this with like they've worked with Hironobu Sakaguchi before they've had exclusive games from the father of Final Fantasy and they didn't kind of keep at that um at that collaboration with them mm. like Lost Odyssey Blue Dragon could have carried could have kept them going um didn't didn't, didn't the sales improve with uh, when they released those games yeah, if you look at a, a uh, graph of the 360 sales over time in the, in the, in Japan when those games came out, it's like trundling along. And Lost Odyssey comes out, big spike, and same with um, Blue Dragon. So part of it is going to be like obviously there are some people that will just in Japan that will just never entertain the idea of an Xbox because it's just not anything they've ever really had to think about. They get they they're getting what they want elsewhere, and you know that's. That's fine. If you're getting what you want, you're rarely going to look elsewhere. But there are people that will buy the system. Like we've we've seen, the series consoles seem to be actually doing pretty well for as far as Xbox goes. Mm. So you need to give them content for that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, like you could try and partner with Sakaguchi again. Maybe try and build up Mist Walker, or you could um, work with Yukio Futatsuki, who used to be at um xbox japan he was sega alumnus basically the creator of panzer dragoon one of my favorite series of all time he put out um phantom dust on the original xbox 
work with him again, set a studio up around him or something. Or you've got Tomonobu Itagaki, who is a big, big proponent of the Xbox in the early days. Um, Dead or Alive 3 and 4 were Xbox exclusives when they came out, which is kind of mad to think about now. Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden 2 were exclusives at first on Xbox. Um, I think that guy's got a lot of love for Xbox. You could probably start something up with him. But yeah, it's not going to be a quick fix, unfortunately. But say so just kind of in a weird place where some things are better than ever and some things are worse than ever. Mm-hmm. I think I think we have to discount at uh, Persona. I yeah. think I, I, I don't just think that's ever going to happen. I just want like the um, yeah you know, yeah those will take time, but in the meantime they could probably like get some of the games that are sort of like niche Japanese games to come over to Xbox. You know, put them on Game Pass or something like that. Just so, just to have more sort of like diversity, but more sort of like variety, because the last gen with the Xbox, it was barely anything on there, man. Like very slim pickings. I was like, oh, I want to like play some sort of you know niche Japanese game, like especially the JRPGs. Um, is it Tales coming to Xbox? Yeah, that's on Xbox, isn't it? Tales. Yeah, Tales. Yeah. Tales of Vesperia Definitive mm. Edition. Yeah, that was a that was a three sixty exclusive. That was the original it was a 360 exclusive yeah, in the West, yeah. yeah. Um, but at least we got the remaster, which if you're watching this on YouTube, you can just see it there on my shelf. Mm. Um, and then Tales and, of Arise that came out a few months and, ago, okay, and also hit Xbox. And Star Ocean, remember the, 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 when that came out? Star uh, Ocean 4, yeah. 4, that was yeah, that was timed exclusive, exclusive I yeah. think. Mm. And then they remastered that and put it on everything except Xbox. Thanks, Square Enix. <laughs> Thanks, <But mate. laughs> The next Star Ocean is coming to Xbox, but it kind of looks a bit ropey, and Star Ocean 5 was genuine garbage. So Yeah, I, um, I did a reaction video to the um, Sony um, showcase, and I wasn't impressed, and someone called me out on the tw- on. Uh, on the comments, which fair enough, yeah, <laughs> still look like garbage though. I was like, "What? The, what is this? This looks kind of shitty." But, <laughs> yeah. In other words, man, like, yeah, just it, it, they they're working on it. I think like they have said that they want to. That's their expanding yeah, market. They have. They've 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 definitely they've brought it up, so they're definitely aware. Mm. But one thing I would like to say, just in case Phil Spencer or Sarah Bondo or whoever yeah. is responsible for this is watching this, they won't be. But you know. If they're listening to it, even yeah, it kind of it kind of ties into what you said a minute ago about the more niche stuff. But if you're going to get left out in the cold by Square Enix signing deals with Sony for stuff, the big stuff like Final Fantasy, then look at some of the smaller companies. Look at Falcom. Falcom have got tons of content, pretty engaged fan base mm. that are uh, very enthusiastic about their games. And they've been branching out recently. They've put their stuff on Stadia and Luna. So I don't think they'd say no if Xbox kind of knocked on their door and said, hi, can we pay to port your games to Xbox? They'd probably be like, yeah, sure, go for it. Mm. And there's a ton of games there. Like the Ease series, which I mentioned earlier, that I'm halfway playing through the series at the moment, the Trails mm. series. There's there's a load of games there that you can just get into Game Pass and get people playing, get people introduced to. And yeah, I... The, the only reason I can think they aren't on Xbox is that Xbox just haven't thought about it. Like maybe they're, because they're quite small, they just, it just hadn't occurred to them. I don't know. But I, I feel like Falcon would say yes if if Xbox came knocking. So Xbox, go knock. Yeah. And go and talk to Platinum Games again, because I know it didn't work out last time with Scalebound. <laughs> 
go and talk to them again. I'm sure they they've been they they've not been doing too well recently. So maybe <laughs> maybe uh, <laughs> knock on the door and see how they're doing. You know, because they they were a uh, uh, they they were a uh, 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 top live top tier studio. It's just that um, I was so excited for Scalebound. Yeah. I was so I was devastated when that was cancelled. Yes, um, I don't think they've done too well recently, but uh, they're still a really good studio. And um, maybe go and talk to them and see how they are. Maybe you know patch things up and make another IP for them. You know, this time you know, not have it be so just goddamn, maybe rein it in a bit. Yeah, not be so goddamn ambitious that it falls apart. It falls under its own weight. <laughs> But yeah, man. That's uh, what's the next topic, Mister Rules? Number four with twelve percent of respondents, first-party game improvements. Which uh, Xbox have done like they they have um they've acquired a lot of studios. They've opened a new new studios. So they are doing it. That was one of the probably the biggest uh, gripe about um the previous generation Xbox One. They yeah. had literally no studios. Yeah, it's um, it that generation didn't start off well with Xbox. Don Metric and his presentation of uh, the Xbox One and his flippant remarks and the always online everything about it was just terrible, man. Like uh, what they, a Wally, that was so bad. And um, you know, shared games you can buy secondhand games and everything like that. It it, it basically they did. Sony's job for them, you know, the way they just handled they, they handled that wasn't good, man. But uh, when it first released, they had some good games on there. Like it was some good games. They, I think, they had a stronger lineup than they than PlayStation did. But uh, that 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 reveal wasn't good, man. Um, but yeah, since then it's taken a sort of like some it's, um, it's taken a battering, man. Like yeah, didn't have many studios. A lot of um, games were just coming out. No, ex- exclusively on PlayStation, even though they, you know, they weren't owned by Sony or anything like that. They just like it seemed like every game wanted to go out on PlayStation, but sort of leave Xbox behind. And that happened for a while until sort of um, Phil sort of stepped in and take took over and sort of steadied the ship, so it wasn't right some of the wrongs and sort of like get get to grips with it. I think the task was huge, more bigger than we thought, because there was even rumors that. Microsoft was going to shut Xbox down or something like that or sell it off. Um, glad they didn't because now they're sort of doing really well now. Um, but yeah, it's always been an issue like with Xbox since the 360 days of the sort of the first party games, which is a bit unfair to say because they have released some good games. But it's, especially with PlayStation 4, they, 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 PlayStation Four had many games that they had from last gen, people's favorite games of all time. But they all had like sort of one thing in common: they were big budget, high production values, great voice actors, and they they felt they they were like single single player narrative driven um, games, and they done all really well. And they had like sort of high marks and stuff like that. They set the sort of so they're like you know, like Marvel has done on films, they sort of, that's where they were. They sort of set that high bar, and I don't feel like people kept thinking that like, Xbox didn't don't have that sort of same sort of uh, game as as of yet. Um, Halo Infinite is a really good game, really good, solid game. 
but um it's um I think people still want that sort of that one like I've gotta say that the last of us that sort of big operatic sort of cinematic like the 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 one that really like strong narrative good characters well written characters and it, it brings it's like a roller coaster like of emotions you know makes you cry makes you win you know like i mean there were a seat the, the that game in that game series even though the, the second one's a bit divisive it's still good pretty good man and it had those emotional moments in it which i people it doesn't seem like xbox has but i'm gonna say that i don't think that's 100 fair because i can think of one game from the last generation which i thought was had ticked all those boxes and doesn't get an, enough recognition or criminally overlooked and underrated which was gears five which also shares uh the main character's voice actor with the last of us too so uh, there was that it ticked all the boxes it had a good strong um narrative it has amazing graphics i mean it looks so good man absurdly good looking game Big, big voice actors and the gameplay solid. I mean, Gears has always had strong gameplay. I mean, like there were so many Gears clones and ripoffs because of the gameplay. The the the, the gameplay, you know, was so good. Um, but that sort of everyone sort of forgotten about that or just didn't give it the credit that I think it really deserved. Which is which is sad, man, because that did have like emotional beats to it as well. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's some sad moments in that game, man. Um, but yeah, that just sort of, you know that doesn't get talked about when they talk when people talk about Xbox's first party line. I'm not having that sort of big budget. And I'm like, well, they did. They had Gears, Gears Five, Gears Five was everything. Like you can compare it graphically to some of their games, and I think it pretty surpasses them or on the level of their their, their some of their best games, or PlayStation's best uh, AAA games. But yeah, yeah I, I think people very much undervalue Gears Five. Like when that came out, I, I played it on the One X, and I just remember thinking, "How the hell does this look this good?" And it's running at sixty FPS as well. It's running at twice the frame rate of all these other big budget games, and it looks just as good. And um, and it, I don't know what the hell they were doing with like the temporal upscaling or whatever they were doing but it looked so clean as well incredibly clean looking game at 60 fps and one of the best looking games of its time and it's still one of the best looking games out there and um yeah people talk about microsoft doesn't have any of these sony games as people seem to call them these days the big third person narrative focus games and i'm like gears 5 was all of that i think really the only issue with it is it says five on the box you know, it's a, it's a it's a series that people already they're either already invested in or they already know they don't care about. So mm. it's e- it's just easier to dismiss it when oh, it's just another one of those games. We've had loads of them, and um, it's a bit unfair. But you know, that's that's kind of how people's brains work, I guess. But um, yeah, the the big refrain seems to be that they don't have anything to answer, like the God of Wars or the the Last of Us, and that and. Um, I think that kind of undervalues a lot of other types of games out there because there are, don't want to get into any kind of console warring nonsense because that's not what we're about. But 
there are people out there for whom it seems like those kind of games, the big single player narrative, big budget games, are the only are the only games that exist. Like that's all they play. And if you don't have those games, you don't have any games. And it's just I don't know. Like you've got like Flight Sim just came out this year or last year now on Xbox Series X and is a complete and utter mad technical marvel. But but Microsoft don't have any good looking games because that one doesn't count. Apparently, Forza for uh, Horizon Five. But um, I don't know. run up to like game awards where it was getting snubbed left right and center because it's a car game mm. despite being the, the top rated it's the best rated game of 2021 and it got snubbed like that mm. and uh, and uh, <laughs> i remember seeing discussion about it on twitter on twitter and forums and people were like well yeah of course it's not in a game a year discussion it's a car game as if that mm. makes sense somehow like, well, mm. obviously it isn't game of the year it's got cars in it like, that, that doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. but um so i think it's it can be quite limiting and quite detrimental to the medium really when people are like oh, it, like third person triple a narrative game or or bust mm-hmm. but given that's where a lot of the chatter is yeah xbox probably does need to do, do more in that area but you know they've got 23 studios now um you go back to just before e3 in 2018 so what three and a half years ago they had five five studios now they've got 23 so people are just going to have to be patient i know people know the absolute state xbox first party was in last gen um and people are sick of waiting i understand that but if you've waited this long then surely now you can at least see there's a light at the end of the tunnel now that they own all these studios and you know stuff is going to start coming. This The first party organization is going to start pumping stuff out. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing is going to be new IP because obviously there's like the, the meme from pretty much the tail end of the 360s life, really. Halo, Gears, Forza. Mm. And um, even through to sort of like the first year of the Series X, it's kind of been carrying... The same games are kind of carrying it like you had the series x update to gears 5 which was incredible and then the hive busters dlc and then 2021 we had halo infinite and um forza horizon 5 both of which scored very high and were very very good games but don't really move the needle because they're more of the same so i think mm. we just people are just gonna have to hold on tight until the new ips and the stuff from the new studios start coming out we know yeah. they're coming. We know they're coming. A handful have been announced. Um, yeah, I just kind of like would like an update on on the progress of them. Maybe like a, some gameplay footage or another trailer or something like that. Just 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 to whet our appetite because there are, like I said, a lot of there's a lot of studios they own now, and we do know that there's a lot of IPs coming out. You know, got your Perfect Dark, you got your Fable, you have got your Avowed um there you got your uh, redfall Red starfield yep so th- that's all coming out and you know there's plenty more cooking away in there because the the amount of uh studios they own even before bethesda they were still there was some because it's always like people are like well yeah that's good but 
they, they haven't got that big AAA game that, that these developers are not known for that doing it. You know, a lot of the studios that they own were like sort of more indie sort of studios and stuff like that. They want the, you know, the, you know, the uh, action. The Naughty sort, Dog or the yeah, Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, you know, like, um, yeah, so, yeah, I think with Sony, that's their thing now. You know, they, you know, they will keep re-releasing The Last of Us again because I think they're doing another PS5 remake or something like that. I still don't know. understand the point of that. I'm not great. The, PS, uh, the PS4 version of it, it still looks really good, so I don't get it. Yeah, and, um, you know, they re-released Uncharted. Uh, um, so, yeah, like, um, I think, like, the Xbox, you know, they've, they're doing the right the right things and um who knows they one they, they, they could be like i'm hoping like for like sort of an, like a on new ip that they're developing or something like that that we don't know of that they'll be like showcasing and go hey look at this this is just you know i don't necessarily so i think like xbox has taken sort of a different step they've taken a look at gaming differently they want it to be inclusive like like multiplayer, like online, friends, family, where everyone can have fun together. Don't has just has to be a story based game, you know, a single player game. They want everyone. They want you to play online. They want you to play on their cloud servers and stuff like that. It's just so like everyone's playing together. So they made a lot focus. They seem to focus on that, like primarily. Like, but we do know that they are also developing like their sort of big budget games. Um, it will be com- when they do get released, they will be compared to Sony's games because they got they already got the uh the titles out there to be compared to, so that's like people are always going to sort of compare it to Sony's big games, you know, the like I said, God of Wars, uh, their uh, Horizons, their Dawns, and their um, uh, Ghost of Shishima, Shishima, yes, and um, like uh, but even then, when Sony. Like they released Days Gone, but they sh- they canned the that didn't they? They're not going to do a sequel to that because it didn't get the prestige and the accolades that some of their other games got, even though it did pretty well. But people, um, I do know that it's sort of it wasn't universally loved. Uh, I s- didn't really interest me when that game came out. I was like, no, I'm not going to buy that. The sort of biker protagonist deacon saint john or whatever his name was i, was like, oh. I still can't get over that name i was like wow man that's a yeah <laughs> it's like they put that name for an auto generator like for a biker just that came out of that uh Awful. so yeah so it, it's it's it was a concern but i'm not as concerned anymore to be honest you know like they done so much like acquisitions and open studios put more they've put so much support in their first party uh, studios and like you said they're probably not done they're probably still going to buy a few developers maybe like open some places in like in japan you know, like still get um they need at least two more to get up to an even 25 yeah so i'm not i'm not as concerned as like I, I would be because like I like I said the, the gears like was a phenomenal like game and storytelling and stuff like that even though like yeah people say well you know it's just the same game again like you know 
it's a sequel, it's a fifth one in the in the long running series. I'm like, well, yeah, so was Uncharted, you know, Uncharted Four, yeah, that's <laughs> still going, and people like still want still want more of this of that game. So, um, you know, like what what's big? What's the difference? You know, it's a still Uncharted or pretty similar. It just follow the same pattern each time. You know what I mean? It was the same sort of game, but different setting. Um, pretty much doing the grappling the hook in one yeah. of them. Uh, oh yeah, that, and you can pull people from behind cover and stuff. That was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, they got a sled in in in, in Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect in uh, Gears Five, so <laughs> it was slightly open world, even though it was quite empty, but still good. I mean, some of the zones in there were phenomenal, mate. You know, so um, genuinely yeah. a fantastic game. Honestly, yeah. I don't. But, but I say, I, like I say, I, I get it. It's number five in a series and either you care or you don't but it, people just minimize it way too much more than it mm-hmm. deserves but the coalition are supposedly building a new ip alongside gear six so i think that is going to sort of show us like those that that team is like a master of unreal engine i can't wait to see what they do with ue5 mm. they're, they're f- like phenomenally technical studio but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Like, like I say, if you've if you've hung on this long, I can't see how you can be losing patience now because we're kind of at the at the starting line for the good stuff. Like, they have all these studios now. Stuff's going to start. Stuff's already started coming. I mean, in twenty twenty one, we had um, um, Forza Five, Halo, Psychonauts Two. Um, God, other stuff are completely they slipping de- my mind. They had Deathloop, but that came out. That was, uh, on, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, PlayStation bought that uh, exclusivity. <laughs> but it's still like a part of the Microsoft ecosystem. So, and same thing with Ghostwire Tokyo, which is coming up. That's yeah. going to be a fully Xbox IP at this point and yeah. coming to Sony for a year. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, stuff is stuff is coming. New IPs are coming. Um, Starfield is coming for crying out loud. That's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, and you look at Skyrim. That sold like north of thirty million copies. That game was like a cultural phenomenon. Starfield could come out and do the same or better. But yeah, like if you've hung on this long, as I keep saying, surely now you're at least sort of feeling. Yeah. But then. One thing, mad about it. One, one thing I, I do want to talk about is, um, is um, I think Xbox should look at sort of the superhero genre because um, PlayStation have sort of locked down Spider-Man to their console, which um, I think it's done. Uh, it's, they've done a sort of like a little deal because um, ever since the MCU Spider-Man came, it came like they managed to lease their own character back into their films, their MCU um, films. The Spider-Man games have been exclusive to PlayStation. So that's not a coincidence. I think there's been a bit of like back from the handshakes and deals and stuff like that. So it's like, like, if you want him in your, if you want Spider-Man in your films, we want the right to make play, um, Spider-Man games exclusively on PlayStation. Marvel, blah, okay then. Yeah, sure. What's, you know, what's that? Because how else would you have like a character like Spider-Man exclusive to one console that doesn't make sense because obviously the games 
prior have come out on every platform, but now it's just PlayStation. Um, but yeah, and also they've got in Wolverine for some reason. Yeah, um, maybe that's more like to grease the palms of the of PlayStation so they can keep Spider Man in the MCU. Um, but I do think Xbox should probably look into it into like sort of acquiring a character, making it exclusive to their sort of ecosystem. Um, like people have suggested Batman, but no, don't, not Batman. Like he's he can't get any better than the Arkham Knight series as well. And I don't not I think like if you're looking at Marvel games, maybe look, it's such a you know, they they've got the two biggest ones, I think Wolverine, obviously because of Hugh Jackman's portrayals, Hugh is like a really popular character. Spider-Man obviously has been big. Um, but if you look a bit more into it, it could probably some other characters. Like I, I would suggest um I would suggest uh maybe looking at making a, a Daredevil game for Xbox, because he's quite a popular character. I mean, the Netflix show was good. Uh, it's very popular. So I, it would make kind of like sense because he also is set in New York as well. You can make sort of like a gritty sort of um, superhero game uh, of, of Daredevil, um, you know, like... I don't know if everyone's familiar with Daredevil, but he, he's got sort of like a tragic background and stuff like that. You can make a really good story-based game with with him, and he's like has not similar powers to Spider-Man, but he does do a lot of parkouring and sort of very nimble, nimble and stuff like that. But yeah, I would that would be my one. It would be I would suggest would be Daredevil. I think they can make a pretty good game for Daredevil. So that this does actually come up on forums and stuff quite a bit with uh, that respect to superhero games. And I remember seeing a post somewhere, I can't remember where it was now, and someone suggested that they make a Daredevil game and give it to um, Ninja Theory because mm. they did all that kind of interesting um, audio stuff with Hellblade where it sounds like the voices are kind of moving around you and all that mm. stuff. And um, they were like, oh, yeah, that could work really well for Daredevil. And I was like, that would actually work really well for Daredevil. And then, mm. hey, if it was a if it was a hit, maybe they could spin off and do an Electra game because an Electra game could be really good. Like Electra got done dirty in that crappy film they made, but like the Electra as a character could work really well in a game. To be to be fair, that does happen in the comics. She does get stabbed by Bullseye. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I mean, like the whole film was crap. Oh yeah, remember the uh, the spin off film? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about I mean. that? Oh awful. shit! Yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about the her appearance in the Ben Aff- Ben Affleck film. That was also pretty bad as well. So it was. Yeah. That was before Marvel started actually making decent films. Yeah, the, <laughs> the bad days, man. But yeah, also another one I saw was someone suggested that Coalition would make a good um, Punisher game, which could work quite well. So known yeah. for their third-person shooting, yeah, and being very um, violent. Mm-hmm. So that could be a pretty good match. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, here's something that does come up a lot. I think partly because of how big the MCU has been for the last 15 years almost. And also with like um, PlayStation having the Spider-Man games and now Wolverine, it's kind of leading people to go, well, I want my superhero game on my console, which is fair enough, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Microsoft will go there. I get the feeling they want to own IPs that their first party studios are working on at this point. And obviously, that's never going to be 
an option with like Disney stuff. Um, they do have one studio working on a Disney-owned property. Uh, Machine Games making that. Uh, Indiana Jones oh, yeah, game. So maybe there's maybe a re- relationship can kind of work its way out from that, and maybe you know maybe we'll see. Yeah, people are saying, well, Indiana Jones that will come out on other platforms, something like that. No, it won't. <laughs> Yeah, Disney had never let that be exclusive, really. Why wouldn't they? No, why? <laughs> I mean, like, people were saying that about Star Wars, the Knights of the Republic, they were like, oh, it's exclusive. I was like, it's, it's not, because they don't own the studio at all. It's just that they got the exclusive, it was exclusive, exclusive, exclusivity for it, like a year or something like that. And plus the, the, the people who work in the studio, the, I think the head of the studio said it is coming out on other platforms as well. But, you know for now because people are like oh well sony are like paying for it like for it i'm like no they're not <laughs> no yeah, they're, <laughs> they're paying for that? exclusivity they're paying for the exclusivity they're not they have no hand in like in in in, in the development of the game they don't like nothing like that they may they're paying for the promotion on their console because they pay got the exclusivity they pay for the exclusivity but nothing else about the game it's just to branch off that briefly and on a slight tangent there was a story came out the other day that apparently they're going to completely change like combat and stuff like that so it sounds like it's basically going to be more of a reimagining than anything which could go either way really um yeah i'm not too bothered i mean if they if the the, the combat in final fantasy remake was pretty good i like that you know i got away from the turn-based sort of thing so if they do something like that with like um with jedi it kind of works it works it's just a shame that hopefully I'll be able to control the other characters, like actually control them, not just give them commands. Because in the originals, I could actually switch to them, switch them, and I could actually play through the whole game as not as as the main character, as your character. You can play as 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 one of the party members. Obviously, when the cutscenes happen, you revert back to the protagonist. But yeah, you could actually. I think I did like loads of sections where I, I was playing as Bastila. Just running through it and then like obviously when the cutscenes happen i'll switch back to my character but um, other than that i would just play for it hopefully they you would still be able to do that because i would like to and you know i can't wait to play that on pc and then when it comes out on xbox i'll buy a physical copy of it that is my favorite game of all time so um yeah, yeah getting back gen gen hell maybe we should do a podcast about our favorite like um voice actors and you know talk about troy baker and stuff <laughs> and i'll give him some props <laughs> haven't we talked about troy enough today yeah like we kind of yeah i know but we are not not in a negative right as a topic yeah, yeah. we've we've you know we've made a habit of in the past going to cons and like going to voice actor signings and stuff so it's something we kind of appreciate so yeah could do it that as a topic one time but yeah, I think that's going to do it for first party stuff. So I just want to have a quick rundown of the other things on there. We're not going to go super deep in anything, but like achievement system improvements is number five at eight percent. Um, don't really care to be honest. Achievements, I don't really look at them. If I unlock I, them, nice. I do like the I, yeah. I do like the rarity ones you get. The little diamond, that's pretty the little cool. yeah, the little jingle. Yeah, I'm pops up. I got one on Halo Infinite last night actually for because yeah. um, you can. Like in Halo Infinite, you can mark like um, points on the map or enemies and stuff. And apparently, there's an achievement for marking someone if they're at um, top mid on a map. Oh yeah. And I did that yesterday. It popped up. I was like, "What the hell's that?" That was kind of random. Um, the next one down at six percent is just other. So 
be anything. Oh, that's very vague, isn't it? Yeah. And then the next one, also on 6%, is localization issues, which I have seen a lot of people complain about for mm. in sort of like smaller markets. Sometimes games don't get localized at all. They just kind of have to deal with it being in English, which sucks for a company as big as Microsoft, like the biggest company in the world. I'm sure they can afford to localize their games properly. Um, so, yeah, that's something that could probably be improved upon immeasurably. Next one down at 5% family pass for game pass. Um, yeah, that's not something that affects me, but mm. yeah, I mean, it's like, that's I think what good. people want is like how you have like one Netflix account and mm. you have like sub accounts on it and stuff like that. So yeah, people can have their own lists and stuff. So yeah, yeah. that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Quite like, I, like, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Mm. The, the kiddies. I mean, it wouldn't play. benefit me, but oh. it would be a good option to have. Yeah. Uh, next one down at 4% is xbox app problems and that's talking about the uh, pc app which is a bit of a mess but i think it's this low down because i think jez cordon's following is mainly console focused so it's just not really an issue for most of the people responding can i just say something no please 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 um when you say jez right it does sound a bit chummy, doesn't it? Because uh, <laughs> I know I mentioned this before on our failed podcast, but Jez, man, <laughs> I always think, oh, is that like, it sounds like he's a mate of ours, you know what I mean? Oh, good old Jez, oh, Jez. Um, <laughs> Jez down the pub. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but it, 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 it does seem like a bit chummy. Like, I'm like, is that his full name? Or is it just the part of his name? Like Jeffrey uh, or something? Jeremy like that? or something. Jeremy or something like that. Like, I'm just like, oh, Jez. But that's how his his handle is on Twitter. So yeah, that's how he is. But I'm always like, oh, you're all right, Jez. That's a kind Jez. But uh, yeah, he's a yeah, Jez Jez Gordon's a top top guy. Uh, top guy, like I know him. Um, <laughs> um, Just under my own point there. We don't know him. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he seems he seems like a nice person, and he writes really good articles. And he's got good things to say, and he looks a bit like you. Yeah, and he doesn't sugarcoat it either. Yeah. He's if if there's if there's things that need to be said that are negative about Xbox, he's quite happy to say it, and that's a good thing because hell yeah, you know things aren't going to improve if you just blow and smoke up people's asses. Um, I think I, I, next I, one is four percent. Also, Xbox accessories problems. I don't even know what that means. Uh, for hell, God, God knows. I don't know. Headsets and stuff. I don't know. Two uh, percent is one you brought up earlier in the news section. Crossplay problems. Um, given how much that's been in the news, well, in the news in the in the discussion recently, I'm surprised that's only at two percent. Mm. And also at two percent, mm. Series S back compat quality. Um, mm. I know that's an issue because while the well the Series X gets the One X profile on a back compat game, mm. the uh, Series S only gets the Xbox One profile. So tend to not get any like resolution boosts or anything. But I think the hands are probably tied with that with the amount of RAM the system has. And then the last two are also 2%, one of which is VR and one is marketing complaints. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, VR. They've not yeah. really done anything with VR, have they? Uh, nothing at all. I don't even think they're going to bother. I know there was that um, virtual not reality. like it. Not virtual reality. Yeah, that... Uh, HoloLens. HoloLens that that we're working on now that seems to have like been swept under the carpet and that would have been quite interesting but um i don't know what's happening if they're still doing anything with that i know i knew they got um who's the head of mass effect the bioware 
to, Casey uh, Hudson. Yeah, they got him when he came over to Microsoft to work on that. I was like, what the fuck? What a waste. What a waste of talent, man. Why yeah, are you I, think they, I think they refocused it on um, Enterprise and they're just sort of working away at trying to get it to work for Enterprise and less for games. But okay. yeah, they, Phil Spencer mentioned VR when they announced the One the X and I called it VR ready and stuff. Um, but they haven't done anything. I think they, I think they've probably been, they probably thought VR was going to take off more than it has at that point. And the fact that it hasn't really taken off all that much has probably just made them go, oh, there's no rush. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'm, VR, man, like some people like it. I know you played um, Half-Life Alex on VR and it was pretty good. I think that's the only like, really big standout game so far, isn't it? It's, it's uh, VR Alex. All the other ones are like sort of like pretty shitty experiences. Yeah, and um, like it's like a haven for all these like sort of indie games, really badly made ones and stuff. So, mm. I mean, there's there's good stuff, but it's like it's not getting the huge support that you'd probably want if you're going to spend like three four hundred quid on a headset. Um, like Half Life Alex, pretty much is the biggest thing. Um, Resident Evil 7 had a VR mode that was apparently really good, but it was locked to PlayStation VR for some reason. It never came to any other VR headset, so that sucks. I don't know why I've played it it in VR. (laughs) Why lock it when it's so niche? Surely you want it on other platforms to spread it out. Exactly. But yeah, a lot of the stuff is like smaller stuff like Beat Saber. Beat Saber is a ton of fun, but it doesn't really justify like a 400 quid headset. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him look into it, but I don't don't think there's any rush, to be honest. Like, I've well, got, I have a PSVR and I've got a Rift S and I use them both. I mean, I haven't used the PSVR since I bought the Rift S, to be fair, but I use the Rift, the Rift like three or four times a year. Don't really use it very much. So I'm not sort of clamoring for Xbox to get involved in VR, to be honest. Yeah. Last one, marketing complaints is something I was actually thinking about earlier because I saw some forum chatter about people saying that Xbox don't seem to do, actually do any marketing anymore outside of like Twitter stuff. And it got me thinking, I don't think I've seen a single TV ad for Halo Infinite, which is kind of crazy to think about because Halo games always get big TV advertising campaigns. thing is, I don't watch that much TV. My gamers, this is going to sound so gamers really don't watch that much TV. We've spent so much time on the internet on YouTube, that's where the advertising is. So, I, to be fair, I don't really blame them for that. They're like, well, our market audience and the, mostly everyone, even my mum, like, who's in their 70s, has a phone and goes on YouTube and stuff like that. So, that's where it is, man. Like, uh, I bet I don't think I watched any sort of tv i watched stuff during the christmas period just because there was like christmas stuff on but other than that i don't i don't watch there's there's day there's weeks i go past and i don't watch any tv nothing even if i did like i would watch it online use the apps like the bbc app itv app i would just watch it on my xbox or my pc i don't actually watch terrestrial television per se like so there's part of me thinking why do i want to buy a new tv should i just buy a monitor or something like that but um yeah so i I understand that. I can understand why that's so low. Maybe put it. I do see games on buses and you know, like video games on buses to go past, but on terrestrial television and stuff, I've not seen it because I don't watch any. So that 
they're probably thinking that it's like well all our guys are on there they have social media they have access to like the, 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 to, to online stuff so that's where they're going to do their advertising it makes sense to me to be honest yeah i, I totally get that but the others are still doing tv adver- advertising sony still do it nintendo still do it so it, it must yeah. get some kind of return it might, it might, it might, might maybe like it, it probably like yeah but um uh I, I i'm not really bothered about that to be honest with you like like playstation always seem to have ads on xbox like content so <laughs> maybe that's another thing they've they, they're doing for game if it's like a like a youtube um if a xbox eccentric uh, centric um, channel they would have like playstation ads on there for their games or hardware so yeah but yeah te- te- television i couldn't give a shit about that <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't watch much TV these days. It's usually kind of just on in the background, or I'm just watching the news. But it just kind of struck me today that I haven't seen a single TV ad for Halo Infinite, and that just that just seems weird for me, given how big the um, campaigns were for previous Halo games. Even Halo Five had TV ads that I remember seeing on just yeah, popping up the, quite a lot. The thing is, has it, did it improved the sales? I mean, like, did it really? Like, has it affected the sales of Halo Infinite? I think Especially, it's just like cause a you got game, you, you though, got you it? got Game Pass as well, and that's huge. So I really need to advertise it when you can just get it for, for, on day one, for, like for free. So yeah, it just feels like a a mind share thing. Though. It kind of feels like they're seeding a an audience to the competition by just not being there. Which feels a bit strange to me. Like I get I get it that most of it's online, and that makes sense to be the focus, which kind of feels like. Like they're missing something to me. But yeah, apparently the vast, vast majority of people don't agree. Two percent is the joint lowest thing on the pie chart. They agree with that. me. Yeah. Yeah. Because with that, we've um, we've exhausted the pie chart, Paul. Well, and Mr. Jez Gordon. Thank you very much, Mr. Gordon Jezza, um, for giving us content to talk about <laughs> on this podcast. Thank you very much. We will tag you in this in this uh, on when we tweet this on uh, Twitter. Uh, please give it a watch, or if not, give it a listen on Spotify. Give it a listen uh, uh, also Amazon, Audible, anywhere where you can get a uh, a, uh, a podcast. Podcasts. Apart, apart from Apple Music, I haven't put it on there yet. Yeah, we don't like Apple. They suck. Yeah, I really should like do an artwork with all the link places you can get it and put it on like youtube or twitter but yeah is that it mr Ross? anything else like what are we doing on the channel before we wrap up i think that that's it for our main topic um yeah. what we're doing on the channel we've still got our ongoing co-oping resident evil 5 which is hopefully coming to an end soon because we're both getting kind of sick of it we enjoyed it at the beginning and now it's like it's like can please, please can end. you end because it's getting really annoying um after that we'll probably be moving on to it takes two getting on that game of the year hype and uh seeing what that's all about i don't think much, either of us actually know that much about the game i haven't really looked we, we know that the broad strokes of it but we don't like we haven't looked at much of it so if you want to see two idiots coming fairly fresh to that game stick around for that after our resident evil 5 co-op um let me just turn that off on my phone. 
Now you got the same alarm as me. <laughs> <laughs> I need that to wake up. <laughs> so do I at 9 p.m. at night. <laughs> but um but yeah, we we're, we're gonna do some um so I'm just watching your cat in the background. Yeah, he's sitting <laughs> beside me. Yeah. And behind yeah, we, me. We, We've got our own stuff going on. Obviously, Paul's uh, streaming over on Twitch, uh, Mass Effect 3 at the moment. And I am doing nothing at the moment because I still haven't figured out what I'm going to do. I've got a couple of ideas for some VR stuff I want to do, actually, which kind of links into the tiny proportion of Xbox fans that care about VR. Um, so once I can figure that out, because recording VR is a big pain in the ass. I'll start putting some of that stuff up. Um, I will have another Halo video coming either this week or next week, finish off my high value targets, and then I'll be done with Halo Infinite until any DLC maybe that comes out. Hopefully our next podcast will be the spoiler cast of Halo Infinite. So we can... Yes, with any luck. Paul, we're just waiting on Paul to finish the game and we'll do our spoiler cast for that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, got man. two weeks, Paul, so yeah. pull your finger out. Yeah, so um, yeah, just... Follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and um, like and subscribe and all uh, that all cliche that crap. Yeah, man. And we will see you in a couple of weeks for the next podcast. Hopefully. Bye. Yeah, yeah.